Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. How are you? This is Pastor Jim Simbola. I'm in my office. How do you like it? Well, you can see just a little bit of it, but you see all these balloons and all of that. It's Christmas flavor. They had this decorated so that I could, a while back, tape a round table with two groups of kids as part of our Christmas show. You know the spontaneous things that kids will say? It's, it's good. I had a little boy in the thing. I said, what's your favorite verse to get it? So the girl next on my left, she said her verse. Another boy gave, the Lord is a lamp, God's word is a lamp to my feet, a light from my path. And he gave it in English and Spanish. I mean, really. He's seven years old, eight years old. We get to this other next boy, and he's about eight, nine, maybe. And he, I go, so what's your favorite verse? I thought it would be like, for God so loved the world, God is love. And he goes, um, Pastor, it's, it's the one that says, if you work hard, you'll be rich. But if you're lazy, you're going to end up with nothing. I said, that's your favorite verse? from Proverbs, and I kind of restated it. He said, yeah, that's the one. I said, that's your favorite verse in the whole Bible? That's it? He goes, yeah. So I go to the next boy, and he's nervous. I don't know when he got confused or what. So I said, what's your favorite verse? And he went, the same verse that he just said. That's my favorite verse. I said, wait a minute. Out of the whole Bible, I got two people that their favorite verse is, you work hard, you're rich. If you're a deadbeat, you're going to end up broke. He went, yeah, that's my verse. Precious. So here's our verse today, same one as yesterday. Matthew 1, verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Notice, before they came together, so there would be absolute clarity that this baby was not a normal biological baby born of a man and a woman. The Immaculate Conception. Not of Mary, that's what's taught. But you know what? I talked about Mary yesterday. If Mary never sinned and had to be born perfectly, how about her mother? I mean, where does this end? How could a sinful mother give birth to a perfect Mary? So before she was with Joseph, and of course, this caused the real problem. You know that, what Joseph had to go through. Well, first of all, think of this. Mary went to Joseph and said, or he heard, she's pregnant. What a heartbreak. He was about to put her away, as we'll read, but he was a gentleman. He was godly. He was full of mercy. And thinking she was pregnant, he was going to put her away privately because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. You go, Joseph. Kudos to Joseph. Joseph figures what we would all figure. All right, she cheated, but I don't want her stoned. And I don't want them to make, I love her. I don't want everyone to look at her. Mary, Mary, why you be playing around? No, Joseph said, I'll divorce her quietly. No, no big scene. He could have played the victim. I love that woman. Look what she, no. Try to cover for her. What a good lesson. That's part of the Christmas story. God had put it that way. It had to be before Joseph married her while she was still virgin. But by having it done that way, It made for trouble for Joseph. An angel had to come and tell him, no, no, don't worry. Here's what God is doing. 
And he had the faith to believe it. I mean, what if someone came to you and said, you know, such and such, she's pregnant, but it was the Holy Spirit. You'd go, yeah, hearty har. But Joseph believed. Boy, Mary and Joseph were precious people, weren't they? Full of faith, humble. So let's go back to this. Before she married Joseph, she was found to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit. So let's think of this. No male sperm, her womb, a virgin. Suddenly there's life. By the way, that points out to everybody that uh, Christians who endorse or run around with people who, who speak the glories of abortion, I mean, something's wrong. You're either not a believer or you don't read the Bible or you're captive to your culture, your political party, or what is wrong with you? What is wrong? What, what, what book are you not reading? So Jesus was now an embryo, a fetus inside, growing inside of Mary. And what started that life? No human element. God, the Holy Spirit. We don't know when it happened. It's never mentioned. Morning, afternoon, night, while she was sleeping. The moment's too sacred to mention. But Mary went from not pregnant to pregnant, and it was all from God. So if God can bring about a baby and life in Mary with no man involved, what can God do for you and me this Christmas? I'm asking you a question. What can he do? What, what are you facing like, I don't know, I can't do He's the God. They're finding not just billions, maybe trillions of galaxies by these new telescopes and these new uh, ways of looking at the universe. He made that all out of nothing. He spoke and it happened. And what problem do you have? What bill's too big for God? What situation is too barren and hopeless when we know that the Holy Spirit touched Mary and she had life in her, divine life, the Son of God. Aren't you glad we're born again and we live again? We, we have new life inside of us. The same Holy Spirit that visited Mary has come to live inside of us. Praise God. Come on, don't be mopey and don't be depressed. You know, a lot of people get depressed around Christmas time. It's a time of alcoholism, uh, depression, suicide. Not for us, we're believers. Come on, if God be for us, who can be against us? Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for the virgin birth. Thank you, Jesus, for being the Savior of the world and of you and me. See you tomorrow. God bless you.